How's it going, Knicks fans? Welcome back to another episode of Fireside Knicks. I'm your host, Dylan Backer, and I'm joined by my brother and co-host, Justin Backer. And today, the New York Knicks got their first win of the season. They pulled out a gritty win against the Atlanta Hawks. 126-120 to 120 was the final score. There are a lot of things to talk about in this one. Thankfully, a lot more good things than the first game. So we're just going to jump right into it. I'm going to pass it off to Justin, let him give us our game recap and his biggest takeaways and take it from there. So go for it, my man. Yeah, you know, obviously they just took their first win of the season. That was a very um, exhausting game. I really don't even know how to process it still. We're recording this probably like 10 minutes after the game ended. So still kind of feeling the emotions a little bit. That was a very intense game for really no reason. You know, the Knicks shot extremely well from three. They shot 20 for 44 from three as a team, which is good for 46%. So you really feel like, you know, on, on a hot shooting night like that, that, this should have been a blowout. But it was not. They won by a score of 126 to 120 you know the Hawks kind of hung around the entire game and they almost gave it away at the end the Knicks did the Knicks almost gave it away some careless turnovers there at the end of the game but luckily shout out to Clint Capella and Trey Young for missing those layups shout out to you guys shout out to them Clint Capella six man of the year he missed two easy layups there in the fourth quarter right at the end of the game love to see that we love to see that um some good things to talk about Jalen Brunson was amazing in this game you know eight threes 31 points that's a career high in threes for Jalen Brunson by the way you know, you just sensed it off the bat that he was feeling it immediately. You know, last game, he really struggled from the field. I believe he only shot one for six from three against Boston. So really nice to see him kind of bounce back and actually have a career high in three-pointers. That was really encouraging. RJ Barrett was great again. You know, 26 points, uh, nine for 15 from the field, three for five from three. Really efficient game from him. Usually he starts the season off miserably, and you wonder what's wrong with him. But the first two games, he's looked excellent. So this is a very encouraging sign for the future. And uh, I... I'm really happy to see this. Uh, Randall struggled from the field a little bit. He was only four for 10. He started off pretty slow again, but you know he had 17 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists. He was one assist away from a triple-double. Um, his passing has been on point pretty much both games of the season. I believe he only has one or two turnovers on the entire season so far. Uh, three. He has three turnovers on this entire season so far, which is pretty good considering the amount of assists he has. He had seven assists against Boston, nine today. So his passing has been on point. And also, R.J. Barrett had a really good passing game, too. You know, you really saw it, you know, in the, especially in the first half. He was making some really great passes, especially to Mitchell Robinson. So it's really encouraging to see him kind of opening his game a little bit. And our big three, just in general, played really well in this game. I thought that was – that's a really great sign to what this offense can be, you know, going forward. So, And uh, Dante DiVincenzo had his first break out game really with the Knicks he had he was six for ten from the field three for five from three he had 18 points which I thought was no 16 points excuse me which was excellent you know there was a period of time where I believe he started the game six for seven from the field three for three from three he looked he was just on fire you know that's why we signed him to shoot the basketball and that's exactly what he did one thing I will note about him though he is horrible finishing at the rim just for someone that is such a good cutter it is frustrating to see him miss those easy layups but hopefully you know because that's a little frustrating but not that big of a deal. But all in all, I thought this was a pretty good game. You know, Knicks actually did a really good job of shutting down Trey Young, too. He was only four for 16. He had six turnovers, uh, 18 points. He was just, he was horrible in this one. You know, Knicks fans love to see that. We obviously, you know, we have a thing against Trey Young. So obviously, we like to see him struggle like that. So very encouraging to see. I thought, you know, the defense, the defense in general was not great. A lot of open threes were being, you know, were, uh, were available to the Hawks all game. Uh, luckily, they just, Really, really, the Knicks were trying to give this game away to the Hawks, and the Hawks just didn't take it. So, all in all, I'm happy with the result. It was a W. I thought there were some good things to see, especially offensively. So, yeah, those are kind of my main takeaways.
Yeah, you know, first off, I just want to say I love that six man of the year comment you made toward Clint Capella. It looked like he was playing for for our team at the end of that game, you know, missing those two uh, pretty easy layups. I know the second one, Mitchell Robinson deterred, but the first one, he was just straight up under the basket wide open and he blew it. So I thought that was a pretty funny comment. But th- overall, though, those were some really interesting takeaways. And another thing I want to mention, too, Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson combined for 25 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson had 13 of his own. and Mitchell Robinson also added four steals and four blocks. He was absolutely dominant down low all game long, really. Mitchell Robinson was also a plus 11 tonight. I know plus minus is a ticky-tacky stat, but that's pretty productive. You know, we're getting a lot of value out of him so far this season. I, I said, you know, during the preseason that he looks to be in the most athletic shape of his career. And so far, he proved it. You know, he's been proving it so far. I think tonight was a great example of that. Just absolute force underneath the rim. And another thing, too, their passing tonight was really on point. Yes, they had those careless turnovers towards the end of the game but they had 30 assists to 16 turnovers tonight you know that's that's about an assist turnover ratio of almost two that's a pretty good number for a team you know usually team figures are a little lower than that but they, they were passing the ball pretty well tonight you know Jalen Brunson had five assists himself RJ Barrett had six Julius Randle like you said had nine you know our big three was passing the ball really well finding open guys I was really impressed especially with RJ Barrett you know his passing it was some of those passes that he was making you know and I saw Fred Katz of the athletic tweet this too he probably isn't making half of those passes last year. You know, he's probably not making some of those, you know, really tight window passes that he was making and some of those, you know, quick decisions and things like that. And he was doing that tonight. You know, I really think he's starting to grow a little bit. I don't want to, you know, draw a conclusion after two games, but I'm definitely encouraged so far after the first two games, because as you said before, he usually starts off the season very, very slow. And if we remember anything from last season, we remember that it took him like 23 point attempts before he finally hit one last season this season he's already shooting like close to 40 percent if not above that from three-point range i know it's only been two games but he's already seeing better efficiency as you know in these two games which is a very good sign going forward you know obviously i'm not expecting him to constantly do this all 82 games you know players are going to get into slumps and stuff like that but overall i'm really impressed with rj i think he's moving around very well i think he looks healthy i think I think he looks athletic. I think he looks confident, which is the huge thing right there. You know, I really wanted to see him look confident and kind of just, you know, grow into his own a little bit. I think that's exactly what he's doing. Now, someone that I do want to mention that unfortunately was not such a good thing, Emmanuel quickly didn't have a fantastic night. He was only four for 14 from the floor and one of nine from three-point range, which is a complete turnaround from, you know, his 24-point performance against Boston on opening night. Unfortunately, he didn't have a good game shooting the ball, but he did add six rebounds and six assists. So, you know, he was being a little physical, but he did also lead the team in turnovers with four. So, you know, kind of a rough night for quickly, unfortunately, but... You know, it also wasn't like, you know, the worst game I've ever seen. I've seen guys have worse games. I just, you know, I wish quickly performed better. But, you know, thankfully it didn't, you know, deter the result. We still ended up winning the game. Josh Hart was also kind of a little ineffective. I mean, he only had four points in 22 minutes of action. Didn't really feel like he was doing a whole lot, really. He had three rebounds, but no assists. He was actually the only Nick who played tonight that did not have an assist. The ball was moving that well, but he, you know, unfortunately just couldn't contribute to that assist game right there. You know, not much to say really about him. He had a quiet night. Sometimes it just happens. I'm not expecting Josh Hart to constantly fill the stat sheet every night. He's a bench player. He's doing his job. Unfortunately, he wasn't really that much into the mix tonight. I thought Isaiah Hartenstein played pretty well, though, for what it's worth. You know, the stat sheet will tell you that he didn't do a whole lot because he only played 10 minutes, but I thought he was pretty effective in those 10 minutes. You know, I thought he was playing aggressive. I thought he was rotating well. I thought he was playing well on switches. I thought he was doing pretty good. You know, I think our front court overall tonight, Randall, Mitch, and, you know, Hartenstein, 
I thought they played excellent. I thought those three played excellent. Now, I know Randall's efficiency was not fantastic, but, you know, the passing and the rebounds, I thought was on point. And Randall also was 6 of 8 from the free throw line, and he knocked down some huge clutch free throws in those moments where we almost gave the game away. You know, we needed those free throws to kind of give us a little bit of a cushion, and Randall knocked them down. I know he missed a couple free throws in those sequences, but he hit the important ones, and that's what mattered to me in that situation. You know, I wasn't too focused on if he went two of two. I was more focused on hit the one that matters, and that's exactly what he did. So I was really pleased with that. I mean, overall, you know, this was a, like you said, a pretty exhausting win. You know, it was an emotional roller coaster, and they have another game tomorrow. So, you know, that's going to be a very, very quick turnaround. But, you know, overall, I'm just happy they got their first win out of the way. A game really that, you know, matchup-wise, you should win. You know, the Knicks should feel like that they're better than the Hawks. I think most people will sit here and agree that the Knicks are a better team than the Atlanta Hawks. You know, the Atlanta Hawks, I'm not saying, are the worst team in the East. But I think we know the Hawks are more in that play-in tier, and the Knicks should be a shoe-in playoff team. That's where I kind of see it at least. But, you know, overall, I'm, I'm you know, pleased with the result. I, I think they did a lot of good things tonight. I think there are still some things they need to clean up, such as, like you said, the defense. You know, I thought they played well defensively against Boston and kind of took a step back in this one. I don't really know what it was, but they were letting they, they were letting the Hawks hit way too many threes. You know, the Hawks, yes, the Hawks on paper, it says they went 12 to 32 from three, but it felt like more. You know, it felt like the Hawks were hitting all the timely shots and getting all the timely shots, you know, the open looks at the wrong times. Anytime it looked like the Knicks were finally going to put them away, they kind of let them creep back in. You know, they can't really keep letting that happen. You know, that not, not only exhausts the players, but that also, you know, that, that's just not what you want. You don't want you don't want the other team to get hot. You really don't want that to happen. The Knicks are kind of lucky that they ended up winning this game because it seemed like Atlanta was honestly going to take it right from them in that, in that final minute. You, you know, me, me and you were watching that game live, and we were like, oh, my God, when, when those two turnovers happened. You know, that was a very, very frustrating moment. Very, very pleased that they still ended up winning the game. I can at least breathe a little bit. The heart rate can kind of simmer down a little bit. But, you know, overall, like I said, I'm glad they won. I'm just going to pass it back off to you, let you kind of let out any other final thoughts and kind of, you know, preview us into the next game because I got another game tomorrow night. So go for it, my man. Yeah, I like that you touched on Mitchell Robinson. You know, in this game, he was just a defensive force, like you said, four steals and four blocks. You know, in the preseason and throughout the offseason, you had actually said that you think Mitchell Robinson can make an all-defensive team. And so far, the way he's performing, I don't see how he can't at this point. You know what I mean? He's just played excellent defensively. He's done exactly what we expected. We both said he's looked healthy. You know, he's looked in great athletic shape. So, this is really encouraging to see from him. Hopefully he can stay healthy throughout the season. That's something that's, you know, bothered him really throughout his entire career is staying healthy throughout the whole season. So hopefully he can stay healthy throughout the whole year and continue to have a defensive impact like this. And another thing I want to touch on is the team passing in general. You know, there was 30 assists tonight on 43 makes. I don't remember the last time the Knicks had that many assists in a game with that many makes. You know what I mean? So the, a lot, I feel like passing was a, a point of emphasis that the Knicks attacked in the offseason. And so far, it looks like it's it's working. You know, the, the ball is moving a lot more. There's a lot less ISO possessions, like straight ISO possessions where no one else touches the ball but Brunson or Randall. You know, Randall had a lot of plays in isolation where he would post up an ISO and swing it to an open shooter and like three or four plays in a row we got an open three off of that that was just great to see i like i said i really feel like passing must have been a point of emphasis for tibbs and the rest of the coaching staff in the offseason because so far the ball has been moving and the offense has been flowing which is honestly not something you see with a tibbs team most tibbs teams you know offensive creativity is low it's a lot of iso ball and it's just it's not very you know it's pretty predictable offense but the offense has looked great so far you know obviously 
the first game against Boston, it looked bad, but I thought the looks were good. The looks were good that they were generating. They just weren't falling. Today, they were falling, and the results showed. They put up 126 points and then knocked down 23s. So those are really encouraging things going forward. And obviously, they have a game tomorrow against the New Orleans Pelicans. That's not going to be an easy one. Um, you know, I really feel like the Knicks should win that game. Uh, the Pelicans are healthy. Zion's back. He's looked great so far so i mean it's gonna be a tough one but i feel like the knicks should win that uh for a prediction i guess i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the knicks win by five i don't really have a final score like pinpoint exact score i'm gonna say the knicks are gonna win this one by five i think they're gonna build off of what they did tonight and they're gonna continue their hot shooting going into tomorrow yeah no you know first off excellent takeaways you know i thought it was good that you mentioned how the ball's been moving a lot better and how you like you said you don't typically see that in tom thibodeau coach teams you know you gotta remember this Knicks team had the third best offensive rating in the nba last season and you know it's pretty shocking that they had it that high considering that they were you know in the bottom half in field goal percentage and three-point percentage and all, all that good stuff yet they were still a high-powered offense you know according to the other metrics so you know it's good to see not only that continue but you know the efficiency hit as well you know they're starting to hit the shots the free throws is one thing that's still kind of bugging them a little bit you know they did shoot just 71 percent from the line they missed eight free throws luckily it wasn't 12 free throws like the first game but eight is still quite a bit of a high number so i would like to see that trickle down a little bit more but you know thankfully it, they still ended up winning the game and you know moving on forward to you know the pelicans game tomorrow night you know I wouldn't have given a final score prediction, but after being so close on the Boston game, because the Boston game, I predicted that they were going to lose 106 to 102, and they ended up losing 108 to 104, literally just two baskets short of being spot on with the prediction. I'm going to give a final score prediction for this one, and I say that the Knicks are also going to win by four. I say they're going to win by four. They're going to win 110 to 106. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Jalen Brunson will be in for another big game. I think this is the game Julius Randle will have a good game in. And it sounds, you know, because he's going to be matched up against, you know, guys like Zion Williamson, Williamson and whatnot. But I think Randle will get it going this game. I feel like this will be a game where he can finally start to heat up a little bit, feel his shot a little bit. He did say he wanted to be more efficient as a player. So far, we haven't seen that efficiency really grow just yet. But I think this is the game where he really starts to kind of take off a little bit. Brunson, I expect another great game. Like, you know, I think we need to mention that he had eight three-pointers tonight, which, you know, is a new career high for him. I think you mentioned it in the opening, but that's just remarkable. I mean, eight three-pointers. This is a guy who, you know, when he signed with the Knicks, was not really a three-point shooter like that. Like, he shot the three-ball, but not at this high of a volume. Now he's shooting at this high of a volume, and he's efficient, which I think is incredible. But, yeah, looking forward, I think, I, like I said, I think the Knicks will win 110-106 over the Pelicans tomorrow night. I think Randall has a big game. I think Mitchell Robinson continues to be dominant. I hope Emmanuel quickly turns it around, puts in a better game. And that those are really some of the things that I'm going to be watching for more specifically in that game. But overall, guys, we would love to hear what you guys got to say about this game against the Hawks in the comments section below. I'm sure you guys have a lot to say. Probably a lot of good things, but I'm sure there are going to be some things, some other takeaways you'll have that, you know, maybe they want to fix. Maybe like such as those turnovers late in the game. Maybe they need to hit more free throws. You know, maybe some other things that are, you know, that you want to have, you know, that you took away from this game. But, you know, let us know what you guys got to say about this. You know, you can follow us on all of our social platforms. We're on this YouTube page, of course. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and threads as well. The audio versions of these podcasts can be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure you give us a five-star rating on those. Our personal Twitter accounts are above our heads, so you can follow us on there as well. We'll see you guys in the next Fireside Knicks episode. Peace out.